In the words of the late, great General Quasar Salami, hey, is that a drone? This week on Top 5 for Fighting. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we are yeah, yeah. talking about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick it, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. <laughs> Tell so you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, <laughs> just hauling ass, but underwear, probably naked ass too. In his underwear, hauling ass. I'ma have me some fun. <laughs> I'ma have me some fun. So, so dude's last name is like a salad, a sandwich meat. Did I pronounce that right? I, who knows? Who I, cares? I, 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 no, <laughs> I I purposely murdered his name in irony. Just cause. In irony or in deference? It, uh, extreme prejudice. Terminate with extreme <laughs> prejudice. Yeah. N- no remorse. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Just a couple days removed from our epic four and a half day Star Wars binge. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm great. I mean, World War Three hasn't started. It won't. I haven't been drafted yet. You won't. I mean, unlike half the Karens online, I, I'm I'm safe. We're good. All right. Let's just things let, are good, man. Let's just start with the whole draft thing. So we had a drone strike, a drone strike. Yep. And everybody freaks out that, of course, we're going to start World War III because it's right. Trump pulling the trigger, not Obama pulling the trigger. Right. Which, I don't care what your taste in politics are, Obama ordered hundreds of the same thing. Hundreds and hundreds, Of the same that thing, yes. and there was never a, a thought about starting a war in the Middle East. Trump does it once. I don't care if you like him or don't like him. That's not what I'm getting at right here. Right. And now all of a sudden, everybody's freaking out. And and am I going to get drafted? How fucking stupid do you have to be to ask that question? Well, you just answered your own question right there, Greg, because half the people that are blowing up online and Twitter and Facebook and stuff are just, I don't want to say stupid. I mean, it's I know it's a childish route, to, which, might be which I'm okay word. to do. They're just uninformed, ignorant twits. Is, is that fair to say? Oh my god, am I going to get drafted? You weigh three hundred and sixty-five pounds. No, I'll your, play. Your IQ is eight. I'll play devil's advocate here. <laughs> I, I I get where it would make people kind of uneasy. Yeah, I mean it, it's a significant deal, but to come out and say I'm going to get drafted or World War Three just started, are you serious? Uh, I mean, seriously. I hate to say this. Because I, I know that I'm not the greatest geopolitical person in the world. Well, that makes two but of if, us. But if shit starts to go down in the Middle East, mm-hmm. we are not the people that Iran and Iraq have to worry about. Hey, guess what? Shit's been going down in the Middle East for 2,000 years. And it hasn't been put to an end because we keep the reins on Israel. Right. If Israel decides to to step into the bout, it's going to be like Mike Tyson put fighting it, Mary Poppins. L- l- let me paint you a picture. Okay. Love it when you I know I, I, I love story time. <laughs> okay, you're at a giant nightclub. Okay, Iran's hanging out, having some drinks. Iraq's hanging out. They're I don't doing know some. If I want to know where this is going. <laughs> they're, they're they're doing some shots. You know, of course that you know the United States there. We're just doing keg stands and crushing at beer pong. Oh yeah, Israel's there. All the women are going home with us. Yes, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, <laughs> duh. duh. 
back-to-back world champs. Wouldn't you go home with a champion? I would. Israel's there just pounding Captain Morgan's. Okay? Now shit starts to get a little tense. Okay? Israel wants to fight everybody. We're the, the friend. This is, dude, let's not do this today. Settle down. Get in the car, and then you're literally just dragging your drunk friend back to the car because he wants to fight everybody. Everybody. With good reason. Yeah. But that's my view of the whole thing. It is. And it's a bar fight waiting to happen, but we're keeping it from happening. It kind of is. To an extent. It, it really is. This has been World News with World Mike News Putnam. With Mike Putnam. Yeah. I'd just like to contribute, Greg. Uh, I don't blame you. I like to right? contribute too. Yeah, I like to contribute. So yeah, it's. I mean, yes, it's a significant deal. It, it's a. It's an important deal. And I, as much as I don't watch the news, we pay attention now, just to have an idea of what's going on. Obviously, we've got vested interest with a you know our child that's not a child anymore. He's now he's a soldier. I mean, yeah, it, it's an uneasy situation, but I'm not freaking out. By any means. I just like to be informed a little bit. Right. You know, I don't pay attention to one channel over the other, but I'm definitely not going to listen to Angry Karen on Twitter or Facebook that's just going to bash Trump wildly because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. He could cure cancer tomorrow. It would not matter. And people would still... would People would be angry that that now he's allowed people to smoke more cigarettes. Yeah. I mean, but, and I just made that up on the fly. That yeah. may sound stupid, but I mean, that's legitimately what it is. But it's 100% accurate. And so far... And let's just give credit to the meme makers out there. Oh, You're so all good. fucking brilliant. Yeah, so good. They, they, they should all be part of the National Research Society to doing contributing something with the minds that they have. Yeah. My favorite meme in the past two weeks, week, week and a half, whatever it's been, it's a picture of Obama laughing his ass off. And it says, bitches, I ordered 2,000 and some drone strikes, and you all gave me the Nobel Peace Prize. And he's just laughing. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's a meme, but it's fucking true. It is. And it's funny because it's true. It's funny, so everyone because just, it's not me. Everyone just needs to chill the hell out. And don't don't take that the wrong way. I'm by no means sitting here talking about Trump being perfect. Nope, it's not not, not he, even close. No, but you know no what? president has been perfect. All I have to say is they attacked our embassy. Mm-hmm. You um, know, they were seizing ships. Yeah, it, they've, they, they've, they, they've well, there's pretty they're, they're pretty sure they shot down that Boeing as well. Hey, just on the other end of this, just go look stuff up. I mean, just just look at what Iran has done. It's not like he just randomly said, "Hey, let's go fuck that and guy all, up with a drone." Did, and yeah. all we did was give him one point seven billion dollars in cash. Yeah, where do you think that money went to? Gee, I wonder. I don't know. Maybe what kind of, what wait, kind of wait, system. wait. <coughs> weapons. Yeah. Breaking news. All right. All right. But on that note, and just to give an alternate view of this, now I'm going to paraphrase. Paraphrase. Yeah. Paraphrase. Because I wasn't there, but wife Amy works. You know, at, at a dealership, and one of her office mates is from Jordan. Okay, it, you know, super nice guy, but I mean, he's from Jordan. So after this happened, you know, they came in. Of, of course, it's a topic of conversation at work, and you know, basically to sum it up, he was like, "No, Amy, you don't understand. This is awesome. That you don't understand how great this is because this guy's an absolute monster." Now, like we were talking about before we started. I had no idea this guy's name before that day, before he turned into Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I, I couldn't tell you who that guy was. But I, don't, I think 90% of us couldn't either because you don't pay attention that deep. We don't. But then it comes out to what this guy's responsible for. 
holy shit, and that we could have killed him numerous times before but didn't. I, and, and just to wrap up my feelings on this, how many lives were lost unnecessarily because we didn't take this prick out before? Well, the biggest problem is, from the way that I see it, and again... If we ever really wanted to talk, talk in depth with this, we'd have to get our friend Sarah on because you know she's got her finger on the pulse of all that stuff. Greatest Facebook That's, profile picture absolutely. ever, Sarah. And 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 she would probably and she would make us feel stupid because like as she used to be intelligence at Centcom, she knows all this stuff. The problem is, is that when you do, it's just like a drug pusher. Mm-hmm. When you take one of them out, there's another one that steps up. Yeah. So you got to you got to be selective because if you start dropping all of them, then yeah, World War Three is going to happen. Right. The, but from what I see, and when I look at all this stuff, what I find is they made a big deal. A lot of the press, I'm not going to say press, a lot of people out there that were against this attack mm-hmm. made a big deal about how all the people in his country loved him and how it was it was such a catastrophe for Iran that people literally crushed each other trying to see his body in the streets a la, a la uh, Bruce Lee, that, right. that type of situation. Sure. But... And if you don't understand that reference, Bruce Lee had a massive public turnout oh, for his massive, fu- for, for his funeral. Huge. But these people are they love this guy because he basically has been killing Iraqis. It's what you call a brainwashed public. Yeah. In a in a to country extent, yes. in a country that does not accept homosexuality, they do they they're women. You better don't you even open your, <laughs> that that's the mentality they yeah. have. Um they are it's it's very it's it's dictatorial. I mean, it's not. Uh, it's a desert. Yeah. I, I mean, I. But but they love this guy because I guess maybe they're under the impression that they that you know he protects them. I don't and know. To maybe be, it's I, a North I mean, Korea type mentality. Who knows? To be fair, it's there, the only life God. they've ever known. Yeah. Agree. When you grow up in a culture, you don't know another way. I mean, it doesn't mean they're monsters. They don't know any other way. Absolutely correct. But you also have a country, from what I remember, right, from all these reports, that is starving has a horrible, broken-down economy. These mm-hmm. people are not taken care of. All this money is going to fund terrorism. Yeah. Again, according to all the stuff that I've heard, I don't claim to know any of this stuff. I'm not an expert by any I've, means. And I've never been there. I do know that uh, when Hussein was in Iraq, mm-hmm. that he was, I mean, he he killed, you know, he, he was like Stalin. He just killed whoever he wanted to kill. The people, when our, when our troops showed up there, even though everybody wants to tell you about how the only reason we went over there was for the oil fields, maybe, maybe, I don't know. The people there loved the fact that we were there because they were now out from underneath The that normal regime. people. The, yeah. the people that were the under the non terrorists Yes. Yes. So, you know, I, I don't know. It, it happened. Everybody freaked right out about it, just like they do about everything. Uh, they blew it well out of proportion. Huge. Some serious shit's going to have to go down before there's a draft. With the number of active people and, the, and and reservists that we have in this country that are that are a part of our actual fighting force, we're, something serious, serious bad's going to have to go down before they start going. Well, let's see. And you're, you know what you're the good at video is? games? Yeah, we need you. And you already touched on it. The majority of people that they would be drafting today, would you feel? Put it this way: the people that would get drafted, I would feel more comfortable with all of the veterans they, just getting back in their uniform. They'd have to pull a fat fuck like gun. me back in. And you know what? And I'd I'm rather broke. fight behind you than some kid that's good at 
Fortnite. I don't know. I'm pretty slow right now. <laughs> yeah, but you're probably still a hell of a shot if you had to be. Well, that's what I could do. I, so I'm, there I'm, you go. I'm 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 a I'm dead shot from a thousand you're yards. You're always a rifleman first, right? Yeah. And there you go. Every so, Marine's yeah. a stone cold killer, motherfucker. Shit. So there's a there, there's our input. There's on a, that there's our world news. <laughs> world and news. Now, and now, uh, now for something really different. Yeah. Something a little more lighthearted. What do you got? I. We we took a week off at Christmas time, which you know was good. It was By glorious. The way, yeah, did you have a good time with Dylan? I didn't even get to ask you last week. We had week. a fucking so great Dylan. week. We, awesome. we had a great week. Well, great week. I didn't get to see him again, but whatever. Dylan, I hope you're doing good, buddy. Well, it's not like you have a busy schedule. Yeah, or anything. true, true. Um, so something happened over the Christmas holidays that absolutely flabbergasted me. And it's something that we have not talked about yet, and I can't believe that it slipped by us. Can I guess? Yes. Busty MILFs of Target 4 came out. Oh, no, no, nothing nothing that good. Shit. We never talked about it, but... Is that movie ever going to come out? If I have something, I mean, I'm... I'm <laughs> I've got, a, I've got three Patreon sponsors. I've, 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 what is it? What is call. it? Uh, Kickstarter. Yeah, I, I've got I've got three memberships. Did you <laughs> a while ago? Did you see the the trailer for Cats? I did in the theater when I went to see what was it? Knives Out. I think when I saw Knives Out, which was weeks ago, I think I saw the trailer. And I, w- I mean, put it this way: it didn't affect me either way. Or I mean, I know there's a group. For that, and like I said before, I'm not going to shit on a group of people that like a certain kind of movie. Yeah. It's just not my deal. I mean, it's one of the most successful Broadway plays of all time. I mean, which oh, if you good, don't even like musicals, you've heard you've of Cats. You've heard of Cats. Yes. And, and you know the songs from it. When you hear the songs, you don't know the songs from Cat, but when you hear a song, you recognize sure. it. Sure. I'm not going to go see this movie because it didn't. It, it, it's it didn't. like famous actors that you don't know their name, but when you see their face, like, yeah, oh, like, it's oh, that, yeah, guy. that guy. That, that guy, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw the trailer and I wasn't like this is a piece of garbage, but it, it did creep me out. The, the it was way different. The, it, the way the faces were and everything that was a very bold choice by the director, in yeah. my opinion. Now let's get down to the part that absolutely blew my mind. <laughs> you know how you buy a video game and you're playing the video game along and you come up on a, a problem, a glitch, a yeah. quest is broken, or basically any yeah, multiplayer, any, any multiplayer online game. shooter game that's ever been made, and they issue a hot fix, a hot patch for it. Yeah, weekly. They had to issue a patch for this movie. I saw that. They had to resend out re-edited versions of this movie. How? Whoops. Who got fired over that? I read the article. Apparently, Helen Mirren's hand in a couple of scenes never got CGI'd. You could see her wedding ring and everything. Right. How do you miss that? I, Greg, I don't know. You know why? Because Kevin Feige wasn't in charge. Oh no shit! That's right? why. No shit. Yeah, I read that. I saw that. <laughs> it's in it. At first, I was like, "Huh." Well, I mean, I'm not worried about it because I'm not going to see it. I mean, it's it was it was a very different looking trailer. With I mean, for God's sakes, Idris Elba's in it. Um, there's a there's the, a ton you know, of people in it, man. I mean, the, there's <laughs> no. I'm not saying this, but it was said. It was uh, one of Ricky Gervais's jokes in the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. which was. I didn't watch the Golden Globes, but I YouTube everything he did. It's like it's, it's just another time you get to see James Corden as a fat pussy. Oh, <laughs> like it was so funny, but yeah, like there's a lot of famous people in this movie that you know still musical not gone, don't care. Um, but that audience, I'm sure, couldn't wait to see it, and good well, for them. I don't know what audience you're talking about. The budget was 95 million 
it's domestically it's made twenty five. Worldwide it's made fifty four. So this is going to be a bomb. And all it is is the group of people that go see that musical. And there's probably some that didn't go see it because they didn't think it was going to be as good as you know, like right. the books versus movies type situation but if you're a fan of the musical you probably went and saw this more i would think more than likely because i can tell you what whenever and it will the wicked movie comes out that will probably be a massive success because i i mean you can almost say that wicked now is more popular than cats i'm gonna tell you something if you haven't seen wicked in in, in a play since it's fantastic we sent morgan one year for her birthday it is i, I mean i know that you don't get into musicals and i'm not right. making fun of you or anything hey i went and saw it with Susan. i like blazing saddles it <laughs> they call it amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that that is a phenomenal. I've heard play. I've heard. And if but there's something about plays, and I've seen several with Susan. I'd never seen one really before her. Put it this she way: she likes she likes the theater. If it comes out on TV, and all the other channels are out, but that's on, I'll probably watch half of it. That's bad. That's horrible to say. I'll it, probably it, watch half of it. It is. It th- there's something about a play that loses its luster when it goes to a movie. But I recognize. It's massive oh, yeah. uh, popularity and Agreed. success because I've never heard anybody say, "Oh, I saw it; it was terrible." Everybody says it's one of the best things I've ever seen, it, and it, it it is, it is. So, I mean, if you like plays and stuff, that you, I mean, it's it's fantastic. I mean, but, I joke, but I I would probably absolutely go watch that movie just to see what all the the buzz is about. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like Wizard of Oz? I mean, we all saw it as kids. Agreed. I mean, it's you, you do know the premise of it, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, and it, it's very, and when you watch it, you're like. I'll be damned. Yeah. So it's, yeah, in it, the movie has been, you know, I guess in development now for years and years, but it's, it, it, it will come out eventually. It's hard. And it will do phenomenal numbers. It's hard to make that translation. You know, I, we saw the Jersey Boys mm-hmm. at, at Star, at Stress, at, at the play, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I watched the movie and I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as the play. There's another one that's the guys from South Park, Book of Mormon. Oh, Never seen it. Seen I mean, it. you would laugh your ass I, off. I, and I, I've, I've seen it twice. I've had so many people tell me that. I mean, I hope they make a movie because I, for one, I wouldn't shell out musical money to go see it in in a live performance of it. But if it ever came out in a video, yeah, I'd see it because I love South. Who doesn't love South Park? It, you know what I mean. It's very South Parkish. It's, it's and I've heard nothing short of that either. Oh, it's that I would. T- it's so, horrible and it's hysterical. So there you go. There's two musicals that I would see in movie form. Okay. So there you go. Let me write that down. I would walk I'm, over and see both Mike of them. Mike said that he... <laughs> Date it. I would, I would make the walk. I would do it. Mike, 2020. There you go. It's on paper. You can hold me to it. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of movies, how about a new segment? Go right into it. We're going to do this weekly, and I was all giddy like a little schoolgirl when I texted you today. Yeah. Mike's movie news. Oh, sweet. I wish I had that, that news music. We'll, we'll get a theme. As if it's news. <laughs> um, the first thing, the, the 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 biggest thing of the week, in my mind, really, the Batman is finally filming. Oh, and I know we, I know we've taken our shots and you know whatever. It's you know Batman's had a rough go. When's the release next year? Uh, yes, it's supposed to release next year. Uh, there's actually on set filming pictures, which happens with every big movie. In filming, it's fucking garbage, and it takes them two years to make. I think a movie. it's over in. Uh, they used to do that shit in like three weeks. Yeah, it's over in. Well, that's with all the effects now and post and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's filming that they, they have you know the not spy pictures because there's just people out and about f- taking pictures. But of Pattinson on a motorcycle, there's actually a picture of Colin Farrell as the Penguin. 
not up close. You can't see what his face looks like. You just see the, um, you know, the bleach blonde hair, and he's carrying a umbrella. So there's no context of what these pictures are. It's just cool to know that we have another Batman film coming. Okay. Film. I hate saying film. I feel like a snob. There's a movie, a Batman movie coming. That we're like it or love it. It's nice that there's one coming. Yeah. So I, I, listen, I'm pretty excited about uh, it. We we've said it before. We want it to be good. Nobody wants why, it. Why would we want a shitty Batman movie? Nobody we've wants, already had three of those. Exactly. Nobody <laughs> wants one of your you know favorite characters' movies to come out and go. Man, I hope this sucks. Right? I mean, granted, there's a lot of critics that are, that do and are like that, but fuck them. We're not here for them. Um, in other news, that's, that's fun to say. In other news, the new mutants trailer came out. Did you see that? The new mutants. The for mu- Marvel. Yes, the the one that was shelved by Fox uh, and oh, Disney. On TV? That was the, this movie was made like two years ago. It's a movie. It's a movie. Okay, and it's a horror movie. Oh. It's now officially been rated PG thirteen. It was heavily rumored to come out rated R for an X Men New Mutants movie. Okay. Um, when you get a chance, w- watch the new trailer that just came out. It's got a uh, little Arya from Game of Thrones in it. It basically looks like a group of teenage. Mutants that are locked up and some really bad stuff's going on, and they, I guess, from what it looks like, they band together and try and fight whatever it's in there. But it looks like a legitimate horror movie with kid X Men in it. So, I mean, I know we all took many deserved shots at Fox, but I mean, I'm interested to see this when it comes out because it looks wildly different than any X Men you've ever seen. Well, we took shot. We took a lot of shots at Fox because necessary. <laughs> I mean, fa- I mean, true. I mean, we take shots at DC when we yeah. when we don't like it. We think Fair it's enough. crap. I mean, that is that is probably the largest superhero universe. And I don't. I mean, you've got Marvel and DC. When I say you know DC, you know you have Superman's universe, you have Batman's universe, you have Green Lantern's universe, and they cross just like they do in Marvel. But the X Men is got. It's the biggest. It's the most. It's people. massive. It's yes. the most people in it. And you got so much that you could pull from, and it was like they gave you know they gave it like thirty percent. Mm-hmm. The first X Men I thought was really good. I thought the side really oh liked the first X Men was great. And the third one you're like, what are you guys doing? And then you had it. it then it was really hit or miss after that. Well, the third one was rough because why are you killing main people, including the leader of the X Men, in the first ten minutes of the movie? I, uh, Eat a dick. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. But then you get movies like Logan, which. God damn, if that wasn't one of the best movies of the past 10 years. Hey, yeah, that, I guess that movie was fantastic. In a group of guys like us yep. that like these type of movies, Logan was damn near, I mean, you could put that right up with The Dark Knight as being, as being the bar of what a comic book movie is. I mean, it was awesome. It was incredible. Comic really book was. movie fans, people that aren't even comic book movies fans could watch that movie and be like, God damn. Yes. This is good. It wasn't campy at all. It was... That was a serious well, movie. They, you know, Wolverine was always a tormented soul. He really was. And it was really well, really good the way they made him a tormented soul. Right. And yet he was doing the right thing. Absolutely. Taking care, care of Professor X. It yeah. Was, it was um, dark. dark. And yeah, so I mean, New Mutants, when you get a chance, watch the trailers, see what you think. Uh, I'll get your thoughts on it for, for next week. I think maybe I'll watch it at break. Yeah, or maybe just watch it at break. Why not? I mean, we can throw it up on the YouTube on the old Roku. Yarp. Um, the next thing that I was pretty excited about is the Flash movie is finally, looks like it's about to go full steam ahead with the Flashpoint movie. However, 
I, I'll, I'll throw in a Kardashian size, but they said it is. We don't gonna, have room for that on the show. I know, right? It is going to vary um, a little bit from the comic, from what they said. It'll be a different flashpoint than what you're expecting. Okay. Well, I'm, good. I'm okay with that. Good. As long as as long as it's good. I don't need to see the same movie that came out in the. You know, we've said numerous times the DC animated movies are top notch. Yes, it they does are. not get any better than the DC animated movies. But if this flashpoint doesn't have. Thomas Wayne is Batman. I'll be disappointed. Everything else, I don't care what you do. To me, that is one of the single best parts of the whole Flashpoint story is Bruce getting shot instead and Thomas Wayne being an angry, violent, vigilante Batman. I agree. That just wrecks fuckers. Yeah, he does. He doesn't it's have dark. He, he he doesn't have that I'm not going to kill anybody code. No, on top of that, I'll go one step further. It had better be Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who was Thomas Wayne in the beginning of... Um, Joker? No, Justice League. It was, oh, okay. It, it was the very opening scene of, right. of his parents getting killed. No, I'm sorry. Batman versus Superman. That was the opening scene. Oh. With Maggie from The Walking Dead was Martha. Right. With the pearls bounced straight out of the comic. Straight from the comic book pages. Yes. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is born to play that part. If you don't believe me, go watch Negan. Oh, no, I believe you. Go, go, go watch the opening scene when Negan shows up. I, I believe you. It, it's yeah, it's gold. Um, And another thing that I saw today that I have familiar with from back in our Lockheed days when one James Hogarth would brought, bring in these graphic novels for me to read, Lock and Key is coming out on Netflix. Something else you may need to watch during during the break. I saw the trailer advertised. Uh, I was doing something today, and it was on Facebook or something, and I, I did not get a chance to watch it. Um, yeah, and just briefly what it's about is a mother, single mother, that has a couple kids, young, uh, two teenager age kids, and then one younger son. They inherit this mansion. Well, the mansion has all these different rooms and all these different doors, and there's keys all throughout this building. You talked about this before. That yeah, it's uh, when I saw that the actual trailer was coming out, and this is coming out when Greg, on my birthday, February seventh. Nice. It releases that Friday. I was ecstatic for that. All episodes drop at once. Yes, it's Netflix, so of course, the, you, here you go, binge away, which is going to be the best way to watch that. Um, some people may not like it. I I can't wait for it only because I read some of the graphic novels, so I'm pr- familiar with it. Gotcha. Um, and I was enjoying it, which is done by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Now, the comics were. I don't know what part he has in the let's, show. Let's but hope that he's at least a, I'm hope he's, hoping he's involved with it in some yeah. aspect. But yeah, and then also coming out of my birthday, the Birds of Prey Harley Quinn movie. Yep. So we'll reserve all judgment for that movie till after I see it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I, uh, Who doesn't tra- love Margot Robbie? And her version of Harley, phenomenal. Is good. I mean, I'm it, all about it, it. She was really good in, in Suicide Squad. The only thing that concerns me about this is why why are they releasing it on February seventh? Nothing else is coming out. Why not? To me, for a movie to be coming out under DC, that you know, a movie did financially did great, but word of mouth kind of bashed it until because most people didn't see the extended version like you did when you came over. Yeah, February is the per- perfect time because not it's not a big movie part of the season. Plus, it's, it's my birthday. Well, there you go. So thank you, DC. I appreciate well, it for, right, th- yeah, for thinking me. of me. Right? Well, I, I called I called the office and I said, look, this guy's really hurt. You can see all the emails he's been sending you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you please make up, up to him for Swamp Thing, for Christ's yeah, sake? Yeah, I, I, I did 
fire some drone shots at DC for oh quite Lord. a while. I, for quite a while. Some? So yeah, I think you ran out of ammo. I I did. I really did. And then after that, it was just uh, yeah. I mean, th- they redeemed themselves with Titans on their on their app. Good enough. So I feel better. Good. I mean, I'm ready to hug and make up. Just don't fuck up this Harley movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, they got a lot of different. They got a lot of eggs in that basket. They got a lot of different characters in that. In that. In that. I'm uh, really excited to see Ewan McGregor as the Black Mask. I'm r- really excited. Yeah. It would appear that he's already uh, growing out his hair and making himself ready for the Obi Wan. <laughs> Absolutely, it's already been confirmed. So he he better be. They've S- also confirmed that they are working on two, not not Mandalorian, but. Uh, uh, the Obi Wan, and then there's another Star Wars show that they are is in pre, is in pre pre production on Disney. They haven't said what it is. I read the article. Aside from the Rogue One character that they've talked about doing, they they have not said what it was. They just have said that there is another one that is in. You know what's rumored? Pre production. What's that? Darth Vader. It should be after Revenge of the Sith. And what have I been preaching for the past six months since I got that comic? Darth Vader, right after Revenge I, of the Sith. I don't have an issue with that. That yeah. would be great. I mean, he. I mean, like Nick said last week, he, he and Luke are the two most popular. He's he's the most popular character. It's the roots of the Star Wars tree. Of course, it is. Speaking of that, Greg, the last bit of movie news that I have: the new Star Wars trilogy is all but conf- it's not confirmed yet. So take it for what it is, but it's all but confirmed. It will take place in the High Republic era of the stories and everything, which is four hundred years before Luke. That's Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, it's yes, it's the it's the back half of that when everything's more established. Um, a character that's going to be involved with that is Darth Bane, which the whole rule of two of he Sith created he created that. But it's basically Jedi and Sith just at war, and it's I'm giddy as all hell for that. That's awesome. That could be some very very solid lightsaber scene. Now let's just hope that that's what they do. That it can it gets confirmed. They've already got movie dates announced for 2022. 22, 24, 26. Yes. So, I don't know, but we'll see. But that's uh, that's what I got for movie news, uh, which I had fun looking up today, by the way. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to have to do that every week now? <sighs> we don't have to. I will. <laughs> you can take a shit or do whatever you want to do. I don't care, but I'll do it. Having uh, on, let's, let's stay in the Star Wars vein. I know that we really went crazy on Star Wars oh, last week. Oh, all right. But I... I we had we had a lot of things that we talked about there. I had a couple things that I wanted to talk about that we just weren't able to work in, and we I mean three hours was enough for everybody to have to listen to. I just a couple things. I actually listened re listened to the episode this week. I always listen to the episode after we record it because I want to hear you know okay. did we sound stupid stuff like that. I did. I no you were I'm was, just kidding. Everybody was everybody was point on on spot on. But there's something that we've talked about and we've both said it many times, and it's fuck Ryan Johnson. Right. Oh, numerous okay. times. I, I I thought about that this week, and I'm not. I don't want to give him a pass, but I think that we need to acknowledge that there are more people responsible for Last Jedi than just Ryan Johnson. Because, yeah, but it's and, it's his pen that writes that. Yes, but that, it's also it's also Star Wars that approved it. It's also J.J. Abrams that approved Kathleen it. Kathleen Kennedy. You, you know, there's a lot of people. I get it. I, I and and this is why I say. I'm, I, I, think, I think that everybody there had a vision mm-hmm. for this trilogy, and they were all on board with what happened in The Last Jedi, not thinking people were going to hate it the way they did. I, I, they, they must have had in their mind, you know what, they're going to love the fact that this was Luke's redemption story, because the trilogy really is about Rey. 
of course, it's of not course about it is. it's not about Luke. The whole intention was new characters, and I think they wanted to get Luke kind of out of the way. So the only way they could do it was say, "Well, let's just make him like, you know, you know what I mean." I I, I think they struggled with that, but stupid. I move. watched I watched a video, a YouTube video, and I sent you the link. Did you watch that video about how the guy that was before the Last Jedi out was out? He called that Ray was Palpatine's offspring. Yes, I did that. Did you watch it? I did. They did things in that movie. In, in The Force Awakens that nobody caught and had no idea. You, did you see the part where they showed that her fighting style with the lightsaber was exactly like Palpatine's fighting style? Mm-mm. The only person in the Star Wars universe that does that whole, where they bring it up to their shoulder and they thrust, there's yeah. only two people that use that move ever since. It was Palpatine and her. Mm-hmm. Her theme and Palpatine's theme were almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. There was so many little things they put in there. They yeah. had, they've had to have known this for a long time. J.J. Abrams all said, said that. He, he had stuff that they had mapped out for the Emperor from the beginning. Right. But, I mean, who, who knows what happened at the second movie if that... I mean, he just had a lot, a lot to make up for. But like you said, they didn't anticipate that many people being upset because they, didn't, they don't know the fan base and the movies as well as... They should be in that position. I agree. I, I think they. I think they wanted Mark Hamill in it enough to say, "Hey, look, Mark Hamill's in it," but not enough to go, "Mark Hamill's the star." Right. I th- and and I think that's and I think I think they just really fucked that up. Not not as a Ryan Johnson, just as a as a core group. I think I would we, have had. We, we can continue to say fuck Ryan Johnson because it was his and I movie. Will. But I I just every time I hear that I'm like, man, we're we're really being too nice to J.J. Abrams and 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 Disney. Abrams had nothing to do with the second one. He had nothing to do with he, the second he one. He had to have been a consultant. He's he's been in charge of this universe. But that's not that was not his movie. Well, well, because well, he was making there was another movie that he was away making while that was being made, and I, I can't I, remember which one it was. I know, but they still put him in charge. It falls on Kathleen Kennedy. Okay, then we'll blame Kathleen Kennedy too. Fuck her too. JJ Abrams, <laughs> is, he's got to take some responsibility. He fixed it. He, I give him a full <laughs> pass on it because it was not his movie. He was it was not his thing. Uh, I saw a quote this week. From Boyega, who said that he's more than down to do another movie. Of course he is. He refuses to do Disney Plus shows. He doesn't want to make TV shows. He wants to make movies. But the only way he's going to be in another movie is if Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac are in it. Okay. Which is Poe. Sure. And I'm okay with them not doing that. I'm, I'm okay with them moving forward with it. I'm okay with what I, I, I think. I think you're going to see. Here's the problem. There's going to be movies made with Ray. Here's the problem. Where do you go now? You've already lim- you've already killed the biggest bad guy in the entire franchise in the universe. Uh-huh. What do you do from there? I don't know. It, it, you just I mean, do you, do you, burp, do you dig up another one with a new huge fleet? I just I, Maul, Darth Maul has never been addressed. Hopefully, it will be in the Kenobi series because that's a gold mine just sitting there, yeah. waiting to be used. Let's hope they figure that shit out. We talked about Qui Gon. And how they they used him, and I think we all kind of agreed that we wasted him. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that this week too, and I think Qui Gon had to go because we needed Obi Wan to fail with Anakin. Could and have happened later. Could have happened. It could have not. Not arguing that. My, in my mind, in my mind, the perfect thing to have happened would have been for for Darth, maybe not at the end of Phantom Menace. But somewhere along the line, for Darth Maul to have killed Qui Gon, angered Obi Wan, and let that slide into a little bit of Anakin, Mm -hmm. and had Anakin kill Darth Maul, 
and that was his final move. The Emperor was like, yeah, you can save Padme, but you got to kill him. Watch Rebels and then get back to me. Okay. Because that story is so much better. I you'll, got you. You'll see. My story's better? I get it. No, no, no. Rebel story's better. My story's better. All right. Okay. Uh, the last thing I have on Star Wars, and we'll let it go, is I, I have this question, and I want to know why no one's ever brought it up. And we know that 3PO did not recognize Obi-Wan Kenobi because at the end of Return of the Sith, the Jimmy Smith's character, the Prince of Alderaan or whatever mm-hmm. it was, said, we'll have the protocol droids mind wiped. Right. Why didn't Obi-Wan recognize C-3PO? What's to say that he didn't? And he was acting like he did not know anything because he's supposed to be a hermit. He's Ben Kenobi. He's but not Obi-Wan. This, but at this point... The, at this point, Because this, in 1977, this, Greg, they didn't know this was going to play out the way that it did. No, that's not true because it's, Lucas. I mean, you're Lucas right. Lucas had the first three. He wanted get to make it. the first three originally, but he couldn't. I get it. I, I get it. But I mean, it, dude, it's Star Wars. It's bullshit. Let it go. Bullshit. You're overthinking. No, I'm not. Which I, I said never, last week. I never fucking overthink. Easy plot point fixed. Easy plot point fixed. So you want to? Uh, what, what else you got? I want to talk football for just a minute. Oh yeah, because we got big playoffs coming up. We do. Have I'll even talk NFL up. right now. Playoffs are coming up. I got an axe to grind with the NFL. Go ahead. My heart was broken. I know it was. But you know what? I felt for you. The playoffs are better without the Patriots in them this year. More people are less... There's, there's a lot less bitching. Well, I, not, not even that. Fuck, And I, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Fuck you if you're you're not happy that somebody I, else's team isn't in there. I, I get it. But they don't... They're, they're, not, they're not the an elite team in the AFC this year. They're, they're not they, like they, they really were are. through week eight. Yeah. I don't know you what, what I mean. I quite know what happened there, but... Brady's Brady's been hurt. They came out, you know, they, blah 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 blah. But they've got a, they, they're missing some pieces. That's all. They are. They are. Everybody's like, "Where's he going to play next year?" And if you don't think those will be addressed in the offseason, you're kidding yourself. Everybody's like, "Where's he going to play next year? Where's he going to play next year?" I'm calling it right now. He's New a England. Pa- he's a Patriot. Dude's not going to play anywhere else. No, because why would you? If New England truly wants to win, what are you going to get? They've got other pieces that they have to get. What they you, need to keep that quarterback. Are you trade for Matt Stafford. Jared Stidham. No. Yeah. I will say, you put Matt Stafford on the Patriots with a an effective receiving core in an actual offensive line. Watch that kid throw for his kid. Watch that guy throw for six thousand yards. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? It's very early. You know, there's I know. A, a Tua Tua declared that's going to throw some things up. There's with other, a broken hip. There's other. Yep. There's other quarterbacks <laughs> that declared. Uh, Jeff Rom out of Georgia. He's declared. Really? Yes, he did. Which I'm surprised because he has not. He doesn't have a pro resume to me yet. He's a second or a third it's round. Enough, pick at it's this a point. foregone conclusion. Burrow's going to Cincinnati, right? Yeah. I mean, I, if if they pick anybody else, Cincinnati silly. will burn to the ground if they don't take him. The only the only thing that they the only thing they can do, as far as I'm concerned, is 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 if they don't pick Joe Burrow, they have to be convinced that Andy Dalton's the guy, or they sign someone like uh, a top tiered James uh, Winston, elite court, Derek no, no. Carr. I, can, said, I can, said elite quarterback. You can well, well, we can get to Jameis in a minute if you want. Uh, somebody that's not just a, 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 a sir, they trade for Matt Stafford, something like that. That's the only reason they don't. Trade I agree. For yes, and if they and if they don't, they're taking Chase Young, and they are going to have a fan base that is going to riot. If the if they don't if they don't take Burrow, don't take Burrow, and they don't get another quarterback, you, you are correct. an established elite. Top ten quarterback is the only way that that fan base is going to accept not taking Joe Burrow. I agree. And even that being said, I still would take Burrow because he's the future. Yeah, the thing, the the, the gimmick in the NFL, not the gimmick, the the game plan in the NFL now seems to be to get that quarterback on his five year rookie contract, just like one like Patrick Russell, Mahomes, like Russell Wilson and Mahomes. <coughs> 
You know, yeah. Kansas City, Kansas City's killing it right now. They're mm-hmm. really good. But when Mahomes is ready to be re-signed, he's going to be making Aaron Rodgers money. Yep. And you're not going to be able to pay Tyreek Hill. And you know what I mean? It's that, that whole situation. Yep. Um, I, Which I, is why the NFL should go to my idea, and that is two-year quarter, two-year contracts max. Have the five, keep your five-year rookie intro deal or whatever that may be. But after that, the max contract you can get is say two years. However, you can grandfather some in that have been in the league for over ten years, eight years, whatever you want to do it, and stretch that out to maybe four. That's it, because these multi-eight-year deals and all that other crazy shit. I don't it's think you so can, dumb. I don't think you can sign an eight-year deal in the NFL. I think the I think the longest contract you can sign is five. I, it, it's, as a player, they should shorten it and and get rid of. I mean, it just would. Well, it 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 would make life better for everybody because then you don't sign a guy for forty million dollars a year and he's thirty-five years old and at thirty-seven he can't play anymore. They really want to fix it. Limit the limit the max contract. I can't argue. Instead that. of someone making a hundred million dollars, make it fifty. What are you going to do? Go play in the CFL? Well, that's yeah. That's what they did with the salary cap with the uh, the collective bargaining with the draft. Now, mm-hmm. they, they, remember how it always used to be? I'm holding out because I'm going to see how much I can get. When you're drafted now, your money is dictated by where you're drafted. Yeah, literally. And and you know what? It, it it's it's worked out great. It's not a horrible it's idea. Not. It's not. It's fitting. I mean, it it fits. But still, these. These kids have never touched the field, and they're still come in making. Before that went into place, we're making more than Drew Brees or Brady. I mean, it's oh, yeah. stupid. Oh yeah, stupid. There was a time where there were rookie quarterbacks that were signed that were making more than Brees and Rodgers. Super and, Bowl and winning Brady. quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. In, in, it's just insane. Let's talk Jameis just for a second. He's a very polarizing quarterback. You got any seafood while we James, while we James do this? Said, yeah, I'll get some crab legs. Can we get, get some, some crab, crab legs? legs? Yeah. I, I I was told what happened with that story too. If you want to know what but what the what the rumor was, where's the cat? I want to grab the pussy. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so he plays on a team this year that we talked about was going to have a, not a good defense and a very and a very good offense. We right. said we said top five defense or top five offense, top bottom five defense. Mm-hmm. This guy has zero offensive line. Oh, I, I agree. James has zero offensive mm-hmm. line. He led the league in passing. Yep. Both his wide receivers went to the went to the Pro Bowl or were selected for the Pro Bowl. He had 30 interceptions, and he threw over. I think he threw 38 touchdowns. Now everybody gets on his ass about the interceptions. Agreed. Some stupid. He's made some stupid passes. Right. Half of his interceptions were on out routes. So as an offensive coordinator, can we stop throwing that route? And on top of that, big picture, how many years has he been in the league? This this was his fifth. Okay, so he should be just now starting to develop into. An established quarterback, correct? Agreed. Fair, it, being being all fair about this. I, uh, yep. You can't have a guy in the league for two to three years going. Well, he should be elite. Well, doesn't happen that but way. This often. Is, but this is the thing: when you watch him, he has some he has some bad games. He has some four interception games, you know. But then he'll turn around and, and he plays great. He, he's he's hot and cold. Of his thirty interceptions, nine of them bounced off his receivers' hands. Mm-hmm. Which so, should be a stat. Honestly, I, I agree. It, at that point, as far as I'm concerned, it should not, it be, should an not I, be an interception. Correct. Of of his other interceptions, he was under pressure for three quarter of them. Okay, scrambling. I think. I like, think like Matt Stafford's whole career. Like Matt Stafford, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Matt Stafford's garbage quarterback. No, he's no. not. His offensive line is trash. I'm not. I'm not defending Jameis. I'm I, not, I know what you're saying. I'm not bashing him. He's not going to get the thirty million that he's asking for. He he he's, he said I'm I'm worth thirty. No, you're not. Bucks okay. need to bring him back at twenty two, twenty four. That's where you're at. One year. Get him an offensive line. Go from there. Because, okay. again, who are you going to get? Right. Derek Carr? Sure. Next. 
I want to talk about the importance of what you brought up, saying the Bengals need to draft Joe Burrows because he's a future. Okay. This is this is this is um, this is mind numbing. Okay. Me. Let's start with Super Bowl Thirty Six. Okay. Super Bowl Thirty Six was, I believe it was 2000, 2002. Sure. I'm terrible at that. I I couldn't name yeah, years or anything. Only, like only that reason ever. I know is I'm looking at the wall right here. Cheater. Right. Yeah. All right, Super Bowl, Cody. We're going to talk about the AFC teams in the Super Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl 36, the AFC starting quarterback was Tom Brady. Okay. Super Bowl 37, the AFC starting quarterback was Rich Cannon. Okay. That was when he got pummeled by the Bucks. Oh, God. Su- I remember that. Super Bowl 38, starting quarterback, Tom Brady. Right. Super Bowl 39, starting quarterback, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl 40, Ben Roethlisberger. Super Bowl 41, Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. 42, Brady. 43, Roethlisberger, 44, Manning, okay. 45, Roethlisberger, 46, Manning, 47, Flacco, 48, <laughs> Flacco, Manning, 49, Brady, okay. 50, Manning, 51, 52, 53, Brady. Right. First of all, oh, Tom Brady, I'm fucking tired of seeing Tom Brady. Fuck you. Right. Because in, what's that, 19, 18, 19 Super Bowls, we've had Four different quarterbacks. I don't count Rich Gannon. Four quarterbacks. That's fair. Yeah. And don't tell me it's about the team they were on or the system they were in because two of those, Manning was with the Broncos. Right. You got to get the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got to have a quarterback. Absolutely. And you got to protect him. Absolutely. You have to protect him. Could not. I could not agree with you more. And and I've beat this drum for years and years now with the, with the Detroit Lions. So many people out there that hate Stafford are clueless because you're blaming a quarterback that gets no protection. So where I was going with that is... Yeah, where are you going with That's this? a hell of an era. Oh, it's... Yeah. Rich Gann is not going to start another quarterback or another Super Bowl. Right. Joe Flacco is not going to start another Super Bowl. Right. I'll be, Joe Flacco will be lucky if he has a job next year that he starts. I don't think Roethlisberger will start another Super Bowl. I, I, that's where I was going. I don't think Roethlisberger's got it in him. Right. I don't think his team's good enough. He right. might have a couple more years. And... We all know Manning's not going to play anymore. Right. So if Brady is done, which he says he's not. Who's next? Well, you've got a new quarterback this year. It's going to be Mahomes, Tannehill, Jackson, or Watson. Yeah. And 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 you know what? You got three guys there that could be the face of the that could be the face of the AFC. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm you know what? Do I wish the Patriots from the Super Bowl? Of course I do. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what matchup we get. What's next? I'm, I'm yeah. excited to see. You know what? I I'm not going to lie to you. I would like to see. I wouldn't mind seeing a San Francisco Kansas City Super Bowl. I would. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a San Francisco um, Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl. At this point, if I had to really pick quarterbacks that I'm really rooting for, it's not Aaron Rodgers. Screw that guy. It's Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. I love watching Deshaun Watson play. Yeah. As much as I have not watched the NFL this year, I've watched the their playoff game. Um, you know, I watched him when he came in the league and stuff with him and uh, Hopkins. I mean, it's just. You love I love the way that guy plays. He's tough. He's not just out there trying to run around like crazy. I mean, Lamar Jackson is another one. Look at the way he played. He's not out there trying to run first. He can run when he's needed to, but he looks like he's going to be a damn good, smart quarterback. His passing is better than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely, and I don't think anybody expected that. No, nobody did. That's great to see. It is. So, yeah, I agree. I th- These are playoff games. Like I'm officially excited to watch these playoff games. 
not just because it's new and there's different teams, but because there's guys that I'm, you know, I'm kind of rooting for, hoping to see that they make it to the Super Bowl. And Mahomes and and Watson are are two of them. And to all the people that are like, oh yeah, the Patriots aren't there. Good job, you finally got yeah. better than they did. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. So you you did what we had to do in the a long time ago. We had to work harder to get better. So. You celebrated other teams losing. Great. Good for you. If you're going to do that, do it against Ohio State. I made, and, and then I'll have more respect for it. I made somebody super angry on social media this week. What? Because, because Wait a minute. Were, Greg, breaking I, news. I know, right? There was angry people on I, social media? I typically don't say too much to people, but somebody made made the comment was, about how... Uh, was her name Karen? No, unfortunately. Said something along the lines of... Um, uh, oh, they were talking about the, uh, the uh, Patriots losing to the Dolphins in the right. final week of the season. And it's like, even though my team's not in the playoffs, how about a shout out to the Dolphins for you know destroying the evil empire? And even you have said this year after they do it every year. It's not a surprise. Yeah, the, you, you, the Dolphins always find a way to beat the Pats I every single year. I didn't think they were going to win that game. But it's the difference just really is, weird. Who cares? It's meaningless. It, it yeah, means exactly. nothing. It, it, not to get to the playoffs, right? Now it did hurt them because it get the first round bow. But you know what? If they couldn't beat, if they couldn't beat. Uh, they Tennessee weren't going to beat anybody. They else. weren't going to be beating uh, Kansas City or, or Baltimore. Correct. It was just they were just in a tailspin at the end of the year. And you know what? It happens. And I replied to her. I said that tells you a lot about your team when you are happier that another team loses than when your team wins. Oh, off the rails. Oh, off the rails. Took a hard left into the just, bridge abutment. You just described the entire Michigan State Spartan fan base. I know. When Michigan loses, it's more important to them than it does when Michigan State wins. That's because your team sucks. It's so bad. To quote the late great Judge Smales, sucks. That's another good historical quote, Greg. Yes, it is. Stay tuned. Want to take a break? Let's take a break, and when we come back, let's let's talk history, Greg. We got a couple other things before we get to that. Oh, we do? We're, yeah, Fuck, we're Dude, I'm just chomping at the bit uh, to get too. to this. Me too. Me too. This is going to be fun. All right. Stay tuned, boys and girls. Wait, wait. Please. Please don't skip. Don't skip. G'day, listener of the podcast. This promo is interrupting. I'm Chad, the host of the Cheers Big Ears podcast. And I can already hear you ask, what is Cheers Big Ears about? It's adult beverages and not so adult conversation. Each episode, myself... A co-host and sometimes a guest have some alcoholic beverages and we, we talk about everything and nothing and, and something. We talk movies, life, things we love, things we hate and a ton of other stuff that I, I really at the moment can't remember. It's a conversation while getting drunk. Hey, it's a, it's a drunk conversation. And now we do movie drunken terries. They are movie audio commentaries like you get on a DVD or your Blu-ray. Only drunk and far less professional. So far we've done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and The Karate Kid, which is my favorite one so far, with many more to come. So why not give Cheers Big Ears a listen? It's fun, it's silly, it's sometimes serious, but it's always drunk. Every episode is on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, not Google Play, that's a, that's a story for another day. And you can find our any social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where you can follow us. So give us a listen, you won't regret it. Okay, you probably will. Cheers. Okay, so our first episode of the month, we typically do our Florida stories. Yes. I have two this month. I have a good one and a bad one. Who doesn't love a good Florida story? Who doesn't love a good Florida story? Right? (laughs) Susan sent me this link, and before I could click on it, it had been taken down. Oh, I'm just going to read the article. Thanks a lot, Zuckerberg. I'm going to read the article just because it's fucking fantastic. All right. All right. For many people, setting the price on something they find valuable can be very difficult. No one wants to admit something they cherish isn't worth what most would pay for it. 
Like a podcast? That's why a woman in Florida has gone viral after attempting to sell a chicken strip she claims looks like a manatee online for $5,000. I mean, that's good chicken. <laughs> Melinda Britt Dris- Disbro <laughs> first noticed her oddly shaped chicken strip after purchasing them from a Culver's near the Manatee Viewing Center at Apollo Beach, Florida. So anybody who doesn't live down here, Tampa Electric Company has a has a power, uh, power, power plant down in uh, Apollo Beach, which is about 30 minutes from here. And because they're right on the water, they they use the water to cool, and they pour the water back out after they you know clean it up and everything. They so pour warm water is going into the ocean. Into manatees the ocean. love the warm water. In the so, wintertime, okay. they come up into the warm water because right. manatees are mammals. Right. And they have set up a habitat there for them, for people to come and donate and see and, and mm-hmm. for them to live and blah, blah, blah. The rare find led Dispro to post the chicken tender for sale on Facebook Marketplace, filed under the antiques and collectibles category. The chicken strip is... Dis- Wow, the chicken strip. The chicken strip is described as a new tender that one must see to appreciate. Since being posted, she claims the post has been viewed over 1,500 times and she's received over 500 messages regarding the chicken tender. While some news outlets claim the post is no longer active, she says her viral chicken strip is still for sale. Maybe she'll eventually drop the price, even if it is a rare manatee-shaped chicken strip. Apparently, she was actually like, help save the manatees. Save the manatees, but didn't mention what she was going to do with the money. How fucking crazy do you have to be to try and sell a chicken strip and here's a little picture of it can i answer for five thousand dollars looks just like a fucking manatee i I, it does i I will say i'm looking at it you're probably four feet away that looks exactly like a manatee would you pay five thousand dollars for that chicken nugget as long as it came with szechuan sauce yes (laughs) just saying you got it rick All right, the other one's really quick. This was a good story. This was something that came up before Christmas, and I always like to see this. And it is kind of a trend that's happening, but it hasn't happened in Florida before. Uh, NFL linebacker Ulysses Gilbert III paid off layaways for more than 60 families ahead of Christmas Day. Gilbert's generosity brought smiles to a lot of faces in Marion County. I just wanted to help out my city a little bit, and y'all layaway has been paid off, Gilbert said. Gilbert said he got the idea when he saw other professional athletes paying off layaway debts on social media. Sharita Graham said the act of kindness meant more than she than he will ever know. She and her, oh, more than he will ever know. She and her husband are taking care of grandkids and had a five hundred dollars worth of items to pay for. Uh, my husband and I are both on social security and disability. We got hurt on the job. My heart is overflowing with gratitude for him. I could tear up now. Gilbert partnered with the nonprofit Pay Away the Layaway to make the impact for his forever neighbors. Gilbert paid off nearly $10,000 worth of items for more than 60 families. Now, Gilbert is a rookie in the NFL, but he's already finding a way to make a difference. Now, I want to say something to everybody who's going to go, oh, big fucking deal, he's an NFL player, $10,000 is nothing. He's a kid that went to Toledo University, okay? So he might have had a scholarship, but... He, he didn't play for, you know, I mean, he ain't got free tattoos all over his arm like he went to Ohio State. Let's put this in perspective, Greg. I was recruited to go to Toledo. Okay. So, okay, yep. j- let, let's just put this in perspective. The Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> drafted him with their third pick of the sixth round. So this guy might be making $250,000 a year, and he's not guaranteed that he's going to have a job next year. And he came up with $10,000 to pay off stuff for people that he mm-hmm. didn't know. That's solid. I, I don't care if it was $5,000. Absolutely. You know what? Absolutely. The guy took money out of his own pocket to give to others less yeah. fortunate. Bravo, he's kid. Not, he's not Tom Brady where his wife makes three times what he makes. It's $100 million a year. This guy's... He literally gave up 10% of his salary there. He donated money to 5% help others. It's to help like you're, people who are struggling. You're so. hearing a lot of these uh, these celebrities. Are, uh, Chris Hemsworth just recently donated a million dollars to go to Australia. Granted, that's his home. But, you know, does he have a ton more? Yeah. 
Is a million dollars a lot of money? You're goddamn right it is. Yeah, it is. So these celebrities and athletes and stuff that do stuff like this at Christmas, um, I don't remember names, but there's some that are paying off school lunch debts for for their former elementary school or whatever it may be. It's awesome. It's just good to hear. I want to say something else, too. I just noticed the other day I saw on Twitter, Jason Garrett gets beat up a lot because you know his team underachieves. Mm-hmm. He was basically getting fired. Everyone at Dallas gets fired. Right. Everyone. Last week. And instead of jumping up and down all over the place or doing whatever somebody could have done, he literally went to see a fan and spent two days with a fan in hosp- in the hospital that died. Mm-hmm. Guy had cancer and he, and he died. Uh, you know what? Not a Cowboys fan. Good on you. Uh, I, well done, Jason. I'll say this about Garrett. He has never come across... As an ass. As a guy that you just don't like. Agreed. In fact, it's it's, it's also almost disappointing that he's with the Cowboys because you're like, I could like him if he didn't have on blue and silver. Exactly. And <laughs> wherever he goes and he'll go somewhere, you'll end up liking him again. Or liking him more. The discussion is offensive coordinator in New York. Okay. I, I don't see that as a bad idea whatsoever. Good for either. him. That'd be, be weird. It, it, to go it to will the Giants be from the Cowboys, but you know, but you know we're all rooting, but you're you know we're all rooting for him to go wherever he goes and just tear it up. Yeah, and true. Beat the Cowboys. True. That would be amazing, that's, and that's all that matters. Beating the Cowboys. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, Is it time? Almost. Okay. Let's do the box office real quick. Okay. Cat sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even make it. All right. Number one last week. Absolutely no surprise. I mean, stop it. Yeah. I think uh, everyone's tired of hearing us talk about Star Wars. Uh, Thirty-four million five hundred and twenty-four thousand dollars last weekend for a total of four hundred fifty-one million five hundred eighty-two thousand right now, and that in, was as of the third in week three. Yeah. Uh, number two, this movie is destroying it. Jumanji, next level. Still haven't seen it yet, but want to. Made twenty-six million two hundred twenty-seven thousand for a grand total of two hundred thirty-five million nine hundred thirty-three thousand seven hundred fifty-one. Yep, pretty solid. Number three. Mm-hmm. Knives out. No. No. Little Women. $13.612 million. Is that the movie about midgets? It is. All right. It is. Um, It's getting a lot of backlash on Twitter. What isn't? Jesus Christ is getting a lot of backlash on Twitter, just so you know. It's made $60,060,000, which is... Yeah. That's pretty damn good for that movie. It's no... You can't can't say it sucked. No. Money-wise. And I had to throw in number four this week just because... Frozen 2 made $11 million again. In week, what, 60? It, it, something like that. It came out, I think it came out Thanksgiving. It's made $450 million. Making that Disney money. Jesus Christ. It's Nuts, crazy. right? It's crazy. One more thing, and then we can do our quotes. Mike and I have been sitting around. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Brainstorming about some things that we kind of want to do. We kind of want to. We don't want to go a new direction, but we kind of feel like we may not be doing things the way we should be doing them or, 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 or contributing as enough uh, that we have. So our military ties are pretty solid. Your grandfather, your son. Uncles. You had, uncle, you had uncles. I mean, you have uh, uh, one of your forefathers was at Bunker Hill, for Christ's sake. Um, not remember, Bunker Hill. Um, remember the office? Yeah. My father helped build this country, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really it really did. So, uh, you know, I mean, my dad, both my grandfathers, my, I mean, James, my cousin, uh, I got another cousin who's just, it's, we, we got a lot of, a lot it's of no secret history. that we are extremely pro military. We've been trying to monetize our, our podcast, uh, and, and, and 
I don't feel bad saying it because we really enjoy doing this, mm-hmm. and chances are pretty good if nobody ever gives us another dime, we're not going to stop. You're not right. going to get rid of us. But it's too fun. O- obviously, the goal is it would be great if we could be Adam Carolla. Is it going to happen? Probably not. Right. Probably not. But we've decided that what we're going to do is, is we're going to push our Patreon sponsorship. We really want everybody to join our Patreon sponsorship, but this is why we want to do it. We are going to take 35% of all of our donations each month, and we are going to start setting up care packages and things for deployed armed forces. Uh, people that have brothers and sisters and friends that they know that you know might be somewhere like Iraq where it's really hard to get a good comic book or I'm gonna tell you something, man. When I was in in boot camp and you got a you got a letter, it was amazing. Uh, I was deployed to Japan for six months. I was deployed in uh, for Somalia for six months, living in a tent, and I was there for Thanksgiving and Christmas and New mm-hmm. Year's and my birthday. And I'm gonna tell you what, man. Every time I got a care package, it didn't matter what was in it. You got you got a care package. I don't care if you're getting socks or or talc, talcum powder or whatever. And we we feel like we have the opportunity and a platform that we can make it better for these guys and let people donate. And then we can also give shout outs um, to to units and, and all that type of stuff. That would be amazing. Too. Yeah, because um, I've hinted at it. We are going to be taping our podcast. We are going to be on YouTube. I have one more thing that I have to figure out with the camera. But it's going to happen. So we're planning on going and seeing people at VA offices, all, all kinds of stuff. We want to be a part of the community, and we want, to, we want to try and give back. And we feel that this is a great platform that we can give back. I've already reached out to the USO. I've reached out to the local recruiter's office that recruited Dylan um, to help get him in. So, I mean, I've we, we've already done active stuff to get this going. So it's... um. And just to backtrack one little thing when you're talking about, you know, how excited you were to get just letters and stuff. I mean, just recently when we went through this with Dylan, he said when they were just in basic training, letter day made their week. Like when they, you know, when they would yell off Putnam and then that guy's got the stack of mail and he got a letter. It was the best feeling in the world. It was. Just this just this past Christmas. Um, you don't picture many 20-year-olds getting excited about uh, wipies like off wipes for bug spray or mm-hmm. anything like that. You you thought, oh my God, I'm a brand new PlayStation game. I mean, it, it's little things like that that we don't think about. Uh, body wipes, you know, when when they're on a training exercise for three weeks, or like you said, if they're deployed for six months or a year, and there's not exactly a Hilton level shower to use. No, there's not. Um, it's it's something that's extremely important to you, to me. I would assume to a lot of other people to help do something like that and i mean you know full credit to you greg for coming up this idea it's freaking great and i cannot wait to 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 get involved with this yeah the boot camp thing getting a letter uh you're so isolated from society from the world i mean there's nothing there's nothing else in the world that goes on i mean i mean i was there i was at paris island for 14 and a half weeks yeah i made one excuse me i made two phone calls I shipped out on the 20th of December and I got to make a phone call on the 25th of December mm-hmm. for 2 minutes. Yep. And that was it. That was I mean, I got letters. You can't really send care packages to guys in boot camp because there's certain things they can and they can't have, right. but you know what when I was deployed in in the Somalia for the Somalia thing, we were in Italy. We weren't in Somalia, but I was mm-hmm. in Italy at a makeshift base and we didn't have access to we it, it was a, it was a 45 minute each way bus ride to get to the BX. To just to buy things like if you need an underwear mm-hmm. or if you I mean socks. a pack of cigarettes, socks, a CD, a book, 
anything. Right. They had a little daycare store, or not a daycare, they called it the seven-day store, where you could buy, if you had to have a thing of deodorant, you know, but it wasn't, there wasn't much. But you get these boxes, these guys are over there, and they're dealing with all this stuff. He's, there's that one commercial that's on TV, and it talks about Navy Federal, about the spending, and you see the woman walking through the line, and she's literally throwing like 52 bottles of shoot, of like talcum powder, like foot powder. Yep. They love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? That shit costs money. When we visited Dylan for family weekend at Fort Benning and we went to the PX, which is you know, the store that you just mentioned where they sell all that stuff, we went in. Of course, I go straight to the souvenir stuff, shirts, hats, you know, whatever. Proud Army dad. I'll always be that dad. But as we're going through that store, I'm looking at the other new recruits that are there, and they've only got like minutes to grab what they needed. And to watch those guys go through the little shampoo stuff and the soaps and all the stuff that they have to have. And, I mean, there wasn't much joy on their face, but getting what they needed for that fresh bar of soap and stuff like that, you could tell it was like they were happy to get that stuff. So, And that's just guys that are here in basic training. We're talking about guys that are overseas doing the real stuff and, you know, literally away from their families, a country away. We got several contacts that we can get a hold of people for units that are actually deployed that we can get to get stuff people. And we want to do it. And you know what? We want your help to help us do it. Now, I know that we're not donating 100% of it. I understand that. But there there are bills that we're trying to pay too. So uh, this is not about us getting rich. This This is about that. So, and on top of that, for $5 a month, you're going to get like five hours extra of material. And more importantly, you're going to be helping troops overseas. Uh, at, at the very least, th- to me, it, it's awesome. I can tell you, I'm, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm sure you're going to do it. I mean, we're just hoping everybody listening, If for one, if you're listening, that means I guess you're enjoying what we're doing. A little bit. But on top of that, five bucks, not, not to go all um, Sarah McLaughlin with sad dogs, but you know, you're going to be helping giving troops overseas stuff that's just going to put a smile on their face. Yeah. In these days, that's everything. It's huge. It is so, huge. I'm excited. Me too. Good on you, sir. Me too. We're going to work on it. Yep. Well, you know what? M- more to come. Yes, for sure. All right. Speaking of the military, I've been looking forward to this topic all week. <laughs> <laughs> all week. You texted me, what, Tuesday? Was it Tuesday? It was Monday. It was, oh, yeah, yeah it was like, Monday, hey, you know, because, because you know what you're doing. Hey, <laughs> you got any ideas this week? And I really, I was like, God, you know, it was going so fast. I'm like, no, I, I don't know. And then I was thinking, I always see these memes and stuff online or even make jokes about history quotes said by people that did not say what, what, what the picture says. Like, don't believe everything you read on the internet, George Washington or Abe Lincoln. Right. So I'm like, man, with all the military stuff going on and, and everything, I said, let's, you know, the history, Amy still says to this day, the history episode is her favorite episode. It was a great episode. It was awesome. It's awesome. It's like, let's have some fun with history quotes. And you jumped right on board. Absolutely. So to lead into this, before we really drop the bar low (laughs) and drag this show through the mud, um, I have to read some of my favorite quotes that are legitimate from one General Mattis, which Mad Dog Mattis, I mean... We had, you know, over Christmas, of course, we've said Dylan came home to visit, but one of his buddies who's currently in the Marine station in Japan, Nathan Ward, I'm sure he'll be listening. He's as pro Marines as he, he, the kid was just born to do this stuff. And, you know, through coaching him in football and stuff, if we keep, I talk to him a few times a week, whatever, and, you know, making sure that he's doing good. I know his dad, his dad's a great guy, uh, Gary. 
Um, so listening to, you know, around the fire, listening to Nate talk about what's going on with him and Dylan and just them talking military stuff. I just sat back. It was awesome. Like it was just great. So I wanted to do this basically for Nate. Cause I know he's a huge Mattis fan as well. I mean, if you're an American, you're a Mattis fan. I'm sorry, but this guy's known as being probably one of the baddest men in the military. He's, he's just awesome. Honey badger don't give a fuck. Yeah, Mattis don't either. Like Mattis, if there was a honey badger in the in the military, it's the, Mattis. The irony is, is that as as much credit as Marines get for being stupid, mm-hmm. there's a lot of credit that needs to be given for some of the brilliance of these guys. Sure, but some of them are literally let's knock it down and then find out why we knocked it down. And Mattis combines the best of both worlds there. He was super intelligent, but he was not scared to just run somebody over. The, I mean, you, you could describe him in so many words, but I think a couple of them that are, are just fierce, terrifying, awesome, um, just strong. I mean, strong is the, is the best way to describe it. So yeah. I have some quotes on him that he's made with different topics. I'll, I'll read a couple of these before we... Get nuts. Uh, this one is on meeting new people. Okay, this is this is a quote. Be polite, be professional, but have a plan to kill everybody you meet. That <laughs> you know, you know I what? Swear to God. You know who that sounds like? That sounds like Batman. It's just awesome. Here's another good one on collateral damage. Now, if you don't know what collateral damage means, Greg, go ahead and explain it. Collateral damage is essentially if you have to take out a target. It's very, very hard to take out a military target if if your enemy is smart because they will place it in areas that make it hard to get to and not terrain but because of civilians. Because it's a, it's an unspoken rule that when you go to war, you don't kill civilians. But sometimes... It happens. You have to kill civilians. Unless they're leaving the air, public airport in a single car in a convoy and then you can hit them without... right. You know, no, no, right. civili- no civilians, <laughs> no civilians injured, injured in this drone strike. Just shit bags. All right, General Mattis on collateral damage. In order to kill the enemy, you have to kill the innocent. Don't take the shot. Don't create more enemies. Then you take out someone. Then you take out by some immoral act. Pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. This is one of my favorites. There's a couple of them. Actually, they're all my favorite. On taking a life. <laughs> this is great. The first time you blow someone away, it's not an insignificant event. That said, there are some assholes in the world that just need to be shot. There are hunters and there are victims. By your discipline, you will decide if you are the hunter or a victim. Boom. Fucking legendary. <laughs> Sounds like something I heard in boot camp. Here we go. This is the this is the most fitting one for the week. I come in peace. I didn't bring artillery, but I'm pleading with you with tears in my eyes. If you fuck with me, I'll kill you all. <laughs> I saw one that somebody, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it cracked me up. It was General Mattis. It says, when you come home after serving in wartime and you're confronted by an anti-war protester, just smile at him and shake his hand and then wink at his girlfriend because she knows she's dating a pussy. Yes. <laughs> I've seen that same one, and it is great. I'm like, oh, my God, that's rough. <sighs> all right, here's another oh, good one. Okay. On foes opposing the U.S. military. Listen up, Karen. Oh, this is a good one. We've backed off in good faith to try and give you the chance to strengthen this problem out. But I'm going to beg with I'm going to beg with you for a minute. I'm going to plead with you. 
do not cross us, because if you do, the survivors will write about what I'm going to do here for 10,000 years. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, last one. Also, one of my favorites. This one's on failure. I don't lose any sleep at night over the potential for failure. I can't even spell the word. Holy shit, that's badass. Yeah, um, the, there are, well, I mean, there's a couple of really good short ones here, like on the business of war. There are some people who think you have to hate them in order to shoot them. I don't think you do. It's just business. <laughs> it's business. Last one, I promise. All right. I'm defeating Al-Qaeda. Or right. as Bush would say, Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. A country that arms Stalin to defeat Hitler can certainly work alongside enemies of Al-Qaeda to defeat Al-Qaeda. It's, when you think about it, I'm like, all right. That's brilliant. That's pretty good. So, yeah, the, there are... Uh, there's a lot of... The, and there, there's a ton more. You just have to go online and read them. But yeah. I just wanted to share some he was, actual good quotes. He was certainly a notable quotable, that's for sure. Fantastic. All right. So it's not a top five <laughs> list this week uh, because we're going to go the vein of... Um, there were simply too many. mama jokes. There's simply just too many. Um, okay. I'm First of all, none of these are meant to be offensive. Okay? take take Put your big boy pants on because some of, these, up, some, some of these are rough and some of them are mean, but they by no way... Reflect a, a thought process that we have. It's just to be. It's just a joke. And most importantly, they're funny. They are funny. And also, I will say before we start this, Richard and Nick, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that I'm super proud of myself because I cracked myself up with this one because I created. I wrote all of mine. I have a mix. I have a, a very small. I've I've got two or three that I stole because I've seen them before and they were they were good enough for for, for me to read. Nice. You want to go first? I went first last week. You go first. All right. I'll take the first shot in this scenario on my ran. Quotes in history. <laughs> Greg, I'm going to take you back to 1942. All right. Okay. The great poet Anne Frank said. <laughs> <laughs> I read this one. This is fucking great. Ball so hard that motherfuckers want to fight you and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read that again. Yeah, you should. Ball so hard that motherfuckers want to find you. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, oh. see, minor. I don't know. I don't know where to go first. Some of mine are. Some of mine are really like thought provokers, and some of them are just fucking mean. How about we go with this one? All right. Who needs water wings? Whitney Houston. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> that was one of the nice ones. I, yeah. Way, way, way to start out easy. <laughs> um, I already used that one in the opening of the show. There's no reason to bring that one back, although I did laugh in the car thinking about it. Here's one. Greg, I'm going to take it back to 1945. 1945. With the uh, famous poet Adolf Hitler. Okay. Shit. Did I leave the oven on? Goddamn. <laughs> Hey, if you listen really closely outside the window, you can hear Nick saying, God damn it, Mike. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> With his face in his hand, just disappointed. Uh, here's, a, here's another one for you. Yes, yes, I brought my knee pads. Why? Monica Lewinsky. Mm, okay. All right. Good one. Greg, let's go way back. Way, way back? The year set, is, set the way back machine? The year is 1227. Holy balls, Batman. This one's for Nick. He studied this 
extensively, and he's told me great stories. Legendary stories. Legendary. The great conqueror Genghis Khan okay. once said, I'm here to snap necks and clap cheeks. <laughs> clap cheeks. <laughs> you think Wilt Chamberlain had a lot of ass. Oh, no kidding, it's right? A, it's, and I've... I'm, it's a good chance that we're all related to Genghis Khan in some fashion. Some, so, some way. Somehow, yes. Here's one for you, Mike. Clap cheeks. Clap <laughs> That'll always make me laugh no matter what. That's hysterical. <laughs> who was it that came up with the, the one about who's, whose cheeks was Yoda clapping? Yeah. To get baby yes. Yoda? All right. Christ, this place stinks. And that's the first person to enter the area now known as Ohio. <laughs> yes, get it. Nice. Well well done. Greg, I'm going to take you back even farther. <laughs> the year is 44 BC. Oh, dear Lord. Yes. It was a great time for leaders until one leader stepped up and said, you guys are all dicks. That was Julius Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> he was on pins and needles that day. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. 23 of them to be exact. All right, here you go. Yeah. So, Control-Alt-Delete won't do it? Hillary Clinton. Oof. Good one. (laughs) Here's one. Greg, the year was 1963, Mm. and the poet JFK said, always keep an open mind. (laughs) And his counterpoet, Lee Harvey Oswald, said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I just figured I'd just follow you up with that one. Well, I'm just going to stay in 1963. Go for it. Because his last great quote was, hey, who let that guy in here? Ugh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Cigar? Bill Clinton. <laughs> well done. That's a moist joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Greg, let's go to 1948. 1948. 1948. No meal for me. I'll just have a water. That was Gandhi. I'll tell you know what? I'm going to give you Susan's. Okay. Susan had two, and one of them was, they were both really good. God damn, I could really go for some barbecue ribs right now. Mahatma Gandhi. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Yes. That was hers. (laughs) Nice job, Susan. I'll I'll give you her other one, too. Okay. You double cross me and I'll fuck you up. The Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Right? I can see it. Don't mess with don't mess with him. But behind closed curtains. Push your ass down that down that mountain. I can see that. Greg, let's go to a period of unrest back in nineteen fifty five. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Everyone knows that how the world was in nineteen fifty five, the yes, United we do. States. Yes, we do. The great Rosa Parks said, Nah, I'm good. That's a good one. I've I've heard that one before. That's really good. Um, where's your green card, Pocahontas? Yikes! <laughs> but good on you, right? Good on you. I don't. I, you know what? I don't. I don't pick a party nope. and, and go against the other one. I'm mm. an equal opportunity offender. Yep, you have to be. All right. Greg, let's go. Let's go way back to 1865. 1865. Yes, the great. Let me guess. This thing takes place at Ford's Theater. It's a great 
great time for famous leader Abe Lincoln mm. when he said, give things a new try. Like the theater. I don't like it, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Thank you, Internet. Yes. So, this is a lovely cave with three secret exits. exits. That's Bin Laden's realtor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg, I'm going to take you way back to an angry time in 1431. Ooh. Yes. You know what? 1431. It was angry. You know why? There was no McNuggets. And yeah, there was no Chicky Nuggies or Chalky Milk. And you couldn't sell them for five grand. Exactly. But it was a great time of unrest and violence until this leader stood up and said, this party's about to get lit as fuck. That was Joan of Arc. And for those of you who don't know, she was burned to death. At the stake. At the stake. Not the good stake. Sure. I have a picture for you. Brett Favre. <laughs> Dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or wasn't that followed up with the... Man, this kind of hurts. Anybody have any pills? Oh. All right, Greg, let's go back even farther. Farther. We're going to go all the way back to 1305. Oh, I was going to say farther than 44 BC? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not quite that far. That's as far back as I could go. My my notebook was only so thick. (laughs) The year is 1305. 1305. Fighting everywhere. Everywhere. But someone stepped in and tried to make things better. Good on them. Gentlemen, let's all calm down. This is nothing to lose your head over. It's William Wallace. Watch the movie Braveheart if you don't get it. So, Willie Morris, did you wash your arse today? It's about to be kissed by a king. <laughs> it's a standardized test. I'm sure she'll be fine. Lori Laughlin. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, dude, nice job. Way, way to tie in current events. You know what, dude? I'm sitting here last night and the night before just trying to come up with historical figures that I could make fun of and of course, we can't do Yamamoto because that's the most famous one. You I know, mean, l- d- December eighth, nineteen forty-one. I think we fucked up. Yes, you, you know. So I just when someone would pop into my head, when I would think of a person, it would hit me immediately. I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm giggling. Susan's like, will you be quiet? I'm trying to watch the TV here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how many you got left? Uh, one, two. Let's see, three, four. Five, six, seven. Jesus. All right, go ahead and do a few, because I got one left. Oh, you only have one? Yep. All right. Oh, boy. I love Deep Throat. Richard Nixon. (sighs) (laughs) And I looked it up. I could hear Richard right now. Wow. Watergate 1972. Deep Throat came out in 1972. Imagine that. Richard, Richard gets that one. Yep. You and me, Richard, we've always been like this. Oh, yeah, here we go. Thanks, Mr. Elway, but I think I'll hold out for a better offer. Colin Kaepernick. Ouch. Nice. This one's for you. Oh. Fuck our fans. Martha Ford. Oh. There you go. Do it. Do it. You can do it. <laughs> Dirty Crypt Keeper. Oh. All right. Yes. I saved my, fa- my favorite one for last. Okay. We're going to go back into the 1990s. Sweet. Great time it for... It was a good time. For movies and entertainment for everything one of my favorite actresses from my younger years greg said don't worry it'll fit jenna jameson 
Side note. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Bring your brother, too. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's all I got. I felt so filthy after doing this oh, list. Oh, my I God. Well, I've actually I've saved my bad ones for last, so oh, here yes. we go. Here we go. Bring it. Happy Hanukkah, Hitler. Jesus. Yeah, you did. That's a bad one. Yep. Um, and those of you listening don't try and act all good because you know damn well you're laughing too yeah yeah don't try cut the shit almost home just over the bridge and then we'll be there oh my god Ted Ted Kennedy Kennedy. I knew it (laughs) as soon as you said bridge (laughs) Uh, all right those uniforms are really nice are they silk, polyester, or cotton? General Robert E. Lee. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I'm proud of that one because that's a smart one. You have to think about that one. Right? Yes. Here's, here's a hint. Civil War. Here's my last one. Greg Bishop is my favorite person in the universe. Don Johnson. <laughs> I mean, that's well documented. <laughs> well documented, sir. I had a... Good time with that. It's really, really shouldn't have with it being that bad. But I, I had a good time. With I that. love the fun bullshit list that we yes, do sir. like this. Me too. That that's good stuff. And hopefully you enjoyed it too. Yeah, we hope you did. Now everybody go shower. We did. I showered before, and I'm going to shower after. Or as Jenna would say, all at once. Oh God! <laughs> everybody happy. Everybody come on in. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, I think that's all we got this week. We'll keep it under two hours since you guys endured us last week. Yeah. We promise not to talk about Star Wars for a while. Yeah, there's not a whole lot coming anyway. Until so. the Mandalorian comes yep. back. Um, I just want to say we get, like, several week listens a week in Kansas. Please let me know who you are. I can kind of pinpoint everything else between our Facebook friends and stuff like that. But I don't know anybody that lives in Kansas. And if you don't want us to know, just send me a message saying you don't I, you don't want me to know. Fuck off. Yeah, because I'll, I'll never be able to track you down from that way. I'm just curious. I mean, I, I just like to know because I'd like, you know, we like to shout out to our listeners. We know we have that. Oh, uh, Richard Falco gave us a nice shout out on uh, social media this week. And he his comment was, the Star Wars episode was perfect. So Thanks. Thank you very much, Richard. Thanks, Dick. Yep. <laughs> You know, if there's anybody I know that will laugh at that joke, it's him. It's Richard. I know. It's Richard. And those people in Kansas, please tell us who you are. Yeah, that'd be. I would love to get to meet you or know you. That would yeah. be fantastic. Don't pull a Saddam Hussein and say, "No, we can't find me." Yeah, because you know what? <laughs> they found him. Yeah, they did. They found him. But thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening. Um, anybody, just give us some. Fe- I mean, some interaction or feedback. If you have an idea for a list, if you have a yeah. list you want us to do, say something. If you know someone that you would like for us to try and target for a care package, please let I us mean, know. Don't pull a Helen Keller. Speak up. Yeah. Say do something. something. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was thinking it. <laughs> I had a quote from her you on did? my list, but I couldn't read it. I so couldn't spell it. I didn't know what it meant. So, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up, right? Uh, you guys know where to find us on social media. You know where to find uh, Facebook, all that happiness. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to badger you. If you're listening to us, you know where we're at. I'm going to. Twitter at... Putty2773, do it. All right. G Bishop72 at top5forfighting.com. 
uh, go there, check it, check it out. Uh, again, please go check out our Patreon page. We've got lots of stuff up there that you would enjoy. Um, uh, if you've got a list that you'd like to hear, if you have an idea that you would like for us to do, if you just want to tell us hi, that'd be great. Um, I don't think that we have anything else. Uh, again, uh, Happy New Year, because it's still close enough that we can say Happy New Year. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, we're going to have some fun uh, yesterday when this comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go see 1917. Yes. I cannot wait for this. Yeah, this, this movie this looks... going to be a I big mean, one. Hey, you got to be good if you win the best picture before you're even released. So Tell me that's not some ball-so-hard motherfuckers want to watch right? you. <laughs> right? I think that's all I got, man. That's all. Let's get out of here. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. We'll Happy be back Hanukkah. next week with a review of 1917. Yeah, we will. Not three hours long, but... We're yeah, definitely going to well, have to talk I mean, about it. We'll see. I mean, World War One lasted a long time. It did. Like four years. I think Hitler said during World War One, hey, this is a good idea. Maybe I should try this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end on that. I just made that shit up. Yeah, you did. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Bye. Bye. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I, was I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.